This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Voted Best Insurance Agent in DFW by D Magazine. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And this is Martha Jackson. So Martha, today we have a local celebrity on, Mr. Donovan. Now, I have heard about this guy for so long, but I'm not quite sure. I understand he's sort of like a sports coach slash child whisperer. And we in our community, we kind of outsource everything, right? Yes, yes, we do. You got a coach for everything. Absolutely. Well, I even outsourced teaching my kid how to ride a bike because he was not listening (laughs) to me. So, yeah. So about Mr. Donovan, a lot of people hire him because he is a very positive role model. He really teaches kids self-esteem. He builds up a positive image for them and really introduces them to sports and just activity in general to teach them to enjoy being active. I think that's actually a great thing to do for a child because, you know, it is a competitive neighborhood and there's a lot of pressure on the kids. So that's a nice way to kind of counterbalance it. Right. And he even works with kids that maybe are not interested in sports. God forbid that we have somebody that's not interested in sports here in the neighborhood. (laughs) And he really works with them and helps build up their confidence and can work with them on anything like dealing with anxiety, maybe overcoming fears. Any situation that you might need help with with your child, he is really experienced and he's able to pick up on little things with their personalities and help them push through these hard times. Again, yes, sports coach, child whisperer. (laughs) So when we come back after this break, we're going to meet Mr. Donovan. But before we have them on the show, we have a new segment to share with you. It's called Crazy Insurance Stories from the Park Cities. From our new show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Kathy, tell us a crazy story. Actually, I have a really crazy story of a friend who I've known for a long time. He happened to have a client walk in the office, or actually she was rushing her husband to the hospital, decided to stop in before she got him to the hospital and ask if she could take out a life insurance policy on him while she's rushing him to the hospital. Well, that's a little late. You got to call us before you decide to have an incident. But that's why I'm here to help you with your life insurance. Oh my gosh, Kathy, what a great story. So if you need insurance, please call our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L dot com. Thank you, Kathy. We're sitting here with Donovan Davis, who all of us know as Mr. Donovan. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge, Mr. Donovan. Thank you. Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Donovan, you're like a local celebrity. So tell us Mm -hmm. exactly how you would describe yourself and what you do. Goofy. <laughs> no, I, we knew that. We knew I, that already. I, 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 I'm a big kid. I'm a big kid, but I understand the importance of early childhood development, which is what I specialize in. Six months to six years. Well, and what you're doing is you're an athletic coach, mm-hmm. but you're really also an inspirational speaker, role model, right? I mean, a role model. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like you're helping these kids find their Absolutely. find their confidence, right? Well, we've all had PE before. So, you know, some of the old coaches, you know, one of the coaches that I had, I asked him as a coach, I want to be on the team. And he goes, go practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does that mean? 
<laughs> what does that mean? So there were no Mr. Donovans I had growing up, and yeah. I was a horrible athlete. Were you really? Uh, man, I was. I could hula hoop with Chinguero. <laughs> I was made fun of. I was extremely tall. I was lanky. You were uh, even bullied, right? Oh, man. <sighs> Bring out the tissues. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. And you found a way to get through it. And being a military kid, you know, I got taught many things, work on cars. I still ride horses and fix things. I sew, you know, I do all sorts of things. And I thought, well, that was an escape for me. But again, how do people learn this? You know, I could look at you and ask, how do you, someone had to teach you. I was a smart aleck. <laughs> and you still are. I am. I am. You know, it became a defense mechanism. So now, and I start seeing other kids, and I got into this completely by accident. Completely. I got stuck here in Denton, actually, in 1989 mm -hmm. with my aunt, who was a gymnast instructor and a competitive gymnast, and her friend was as well. And I was a warm body, and they went to work, and I went with them. And I've never had any gymnastics experience, any teaching experience, coaching experience. I did everything I could to be invisible. And so it literally started that way. Mm -hmm. And I started helping a little girl who was sitting on the side, and her name was Anna. And uh, she goes, I just can't do it. And I'm going, well, if you try it this way, you know, I had no idea. I just tried to encourage her. And it stuck. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing it ever since. And every time I've tried to leave children or go to another profession, it didn't work out. And so here I am. Yeah. Well, and it can sports can be intimidating. Highly. Really. Like for my kid who did not start out as a natural athlete, really, like he couldn't find a sport. He finally found running. And I remember I cried the day that he found it because I saw him doing cross country, literally tears rolling down my face because I was like, he found it. You know, I, I, I got good at running from bullies. That was, you know, that was pretty fast. Yeah. I was real fast, you know, running from class to class. You get proficient. Well, I can certainly vouch for you as far as building confidence. I had Mr. Donovan work with my son many years ago as well. And he's so intuitive. Mr. Jackson, he's so in you're so intuitive about what's really going on with kids as far as some of them have anxiety mm -hmm. and different stresses. You really can pick up on that quickly and tell the parents what's going on. Yes. And it's interesting. You know, we talk about gifts that you have and people have asked me, they go, you know, what kind of formal training do you have? I go, I just see it. You know, when I see children come up to me, whether they're with a group by themselves or individually, it's like they have a sheet that only I can read. And mm -hmm. I go, okay, I can diagnose it. That's I your mean, superpower for it, sure. It's like <laughs> definitely like a superpower. <laughs> I'll be in an airport restaurant. You'll see kids that are crying and they'll just come up to me. No kind of weirds a few people out. Here's this very tall guy, huge, and kids just walk up to him <laughs> out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. So, and they go, I, I work with children, Mr. Donovan. Here's my website. I'm not going to snatch your kid. I'm legit. I'm legit. And it is. I still read. I see what's going on. I talk to a lot of therapists. I work in tandem with several divorce attorneys, children of divorce. All those are things that you can use sports as the vehicle to help. But the main thing is that I don't teach sports as much as I do as the child finding themselves. And I offer essentially a buffet. I don't specifically do soccer. I can do all those things and all those disciplines. I've taught ballet, competitive cheer. I still work with cheerleaders. You know, I do it all. But it's the mental mindset is what you're going after. Mm -hmm. I have to go back for a second. Ballet? Yes, and, <laughs> and can still do it. Can you really? But did you ever train with ballet? I started coaching competitive gymnastics, and so the girls had to have the ballet component. Yes. It was in Sarah Sue's dance, and she's gone on, but she taught me. And I had to learn because my girls were being deducted points. And mm -hmm. so I got out there and learned it. 
Wow. People looked at me like, what? what? We're going to have to see some moves when yes. we finish recording. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> They're all there, too. So since I'm not as familiar with you as Martha is, walk me through, like, say my son's coming to you for mm-hmm. an hour on a Saturday. What is your process? For the first thing is, what I've always used is that this is a date. When I come to your home, and mostly the home visits, I will uh, literally just sit there in the foyer and just wait. I'm coming to your home again. Mm-hmm. Intrusion. So you make it comfortable. I believe the same thing with Jackson. You know, I just kind of stood out there on the front porch, and then I came in and sat on a chair, and then he came outside, and everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. But the moment you start pushing, they back away. They're like fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm not playing with you. But they feel comfortable. And you get on their level, and you try to find that common ground, and whatever that common ground may be, you find it. If they want mom nearby, cool. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. If we're sitting in the kitchen, fine. If they're, I had one child that I work with. She'll get me for this one, but she mentioned it on Facebook. He was in a closet. It wouldn't come out of the closet. So one of the first lessons I did with him, his name was Blake, he was hiding in the closet. And he <laughs> hid in the closet for about the first 20 minutes. And I was in the closet with him, and we're just looking at clothes and talking. Next thing you know. <laughs> and he comes out, and she's like, how'd you do that? I go, man, you just have to have a lot of patience mm-hmm. and understand what you're going after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember the common ground you found with Blake is you asked him to go get his hockey skate and come and tell you all about it. You're part salesman, part, you know, it's Jedi mind tricks. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they feel comfortable. And once they feel comfortable with you, you don't abuse that and they understand it. But at the same time, you still get to assert who you are, what you are, and why you're here. And they understand that. And then let's say, you know, it's for running. Once you get comfortable, they get comfortable with you. Do you then go for a run with them? Yes. And in fact, I have two triathletes that place first in both of their divisions this weekend. <gasps> yes. Wow. Nice. And swimming. Because people are, even adults, we're all big kids. And that's what I would like to understand as well. No one wants to be told what to do. But if someone's offering you help and you just simply ask and you can watch me and I'll say, well, hey, is it okay if I help you? And they're like, well, yeah. Well, what do you want to help me with? Well, I saw you running, but does your leg hurt? Or, I mean, you're running like this or a video. Mm-hmm. And I go, this is what I'm seeing. And so I use a common analogy for them to look at and they go, wait, my leg is going a total different way. Yeah. So do you notice this? No. So you can make a general correction that, hey, do it this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much more positive. Mm-hmm. Do it this way. Hey, you look funny. Why don't you do it this way? <laughs> that doesn't go over as well. <laughs> no, not at all. You're always dating. Mm-hmm. You're always dating. And if you remember and you dated successfully, it's you learn something about that person. Mm-hmm. So it's your temperament. Mm-hmm. And that goes a long way. Well, I missed out on that with my little guy because he could have used you. He still can. <laughs> he still can, of he course. He still can. I just mean I, early child development, as you said, is very important. And you said something about ages up to age seven. They're still developing. Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that because. Look at it this way. It's the first cut. And I've done a few seminars like what's your flight pan and, uh, you know, cutting wood. And what that means is the first cut you're going to make is teaching them. And so you want that first cut to be measured out correctly. Mm-hmm. You measure, you measure again, you measure again, and you make that first cut. And if you're off a little bit, that first cut just keeps on that deviating line. So when they're developing, sometimes we coach by the way we were coached. That doesn't always make it right, but that seems to be our safety valve. Yeah. And I see a lot of that, not just here. I've seen it in several of the cities that I've worked in and just people in general 
whether it's cultural, socioeconomic, I've seen it. Well, I was coached this way. My dad did it this way. But does it make it right? Right. Well, you do it because I said so. Well, does it make it right? Did you like it? No. So you're going to continue this trend. Wow, I feel sort of like I'm in therapy. <laughs> That's what happens. Exactly. I'm rethinking everything I say to my son, and did I, am I too pushy? Well, I, I feel like I need to do over with the first seven years of, of their, their lives. I feel like I didn't do things right. But every, it can all be resolved, and that's where I come in. And half the time, I don't even use the sports as much as I do. It is the therapy. And mm-hmm. then, again, you're asking for a date. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't want to eat peas, or I don't want the chicken tonight. Okay, you're fasting. <laughs> <laughs> you're simply fasting. We're not going to go back and forth about it. Yeah. You're fasting tonight. I understand. Yeah. So can you help with kids that are challenging with eating as well? Absolutely. It's all related. Think I of, didn't realize this because I need you. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's how you come at someone. We'll go do a role play, which I've done in some of the parent seminars. You know what set person likes. And you set up the menu. Okay, we have the chicken and the fish or the chicken nuggets and the broccoli. Great. Now, whether they're small children, they can pick their own picture and say on Tuesday, we're going to put the chicken picture on Tuesday. Great. Because that's what we're going to make on Tuesday because that's what you did. And that was what we agreed to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have a lot. You cover so many different things. But the thing I really want to talk about is keeping your kids active during summer. And we need to take a quick break and we will pick that up when we come back. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. We are here with Mr. Donovan. Yay. Celebrity, local celebrity. And it is the first week of summer. Hot. How are you going to help us with our children? <laughs> Keeping them off of technology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to offer, again, it's a buffet of fun. You know, there's go back to times when we didn't have electronic devices. You get to create that environment. It's a big party. It's your movie. You get to create it. You can have the help. You can have the producers, which those would be your children, and they get input in the movie. And so as you're making your summer movie and creating memories, you can do something different, but you have to be the leader and mean what you say and say what you mean. And do you have anything special that you do in the summer with kids? Every day is special. Summer is more fun. What happens is you have to fill the time that is normally populated by school hours. Yes. And what happens is the end of the year, Mr. Donovan, we're going to take the summer break off, yada, yada, yada. And then... Memorial evening, uh, let's say that uh, Monday. <laughs> you'll get Mr. That, Donovan, we changed get, our mind. My, my, my phone <laughs> starts I, blowing I, I up. I used to advertise for summer like heavily, but I stopped because what happened was <laughs> people realize after they've gone to the lake and there's no structure or what have you, and they come back that Monday night, like, Spaces left in your closet. Please. I will pay anything. <laughs> I'll pay anything. <laughs> so, and it's like they're desperate. Now, 
if I was in a car business, uh, I won't do that. <laughs> take their money. But no, it's you have to be realistic in your expectations and realize that you have to fill that eight to three or that nine to noon time slot that was normally filled by school or some activity. You have to now plan for that. If yeah. you don't, it sneaks up on you. Now you have to get, I'm bored. And that's now 9.01, and here we are <laughs> halfway to 4 o'clock. <laughs> it's so funny because I almost – you're saying you're from a military family. I almost feel like I'm that way. Like, mm-hmm. trust me. Like, in the summer, I'm like, you're going to read for a half hour. Then you can go do something. Like, I, I always have some structure involved. I feel like if you let the structure go completely, then it's so much harder to go back to school or back to your Listen, schedule. coaching competitive gymnasts, we would train all year. Mm-hmm. And some gymnasts would say, we're going to take the summer off. It's like you've worked for nine months throughout the competitive season to get to a certain level. You take two weeks off, and your body's like, I ain't going back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So nine months is done in two weeks, mm-hmm. really, and I've seen this. So, yes, you do. Keeping the structure, you can change the rules or go to a summer blend, if you will. Yes. Where everyone can understand, and they agree to it. That's huge. <laughs> Keyword agree. But set a summer blend of things that we can do. Offer a buffet. I'm so stealing summer blend from you. Yes. That was like such yes. a great term. It's a summer blend. It keeps so, you happy. We're doing a summer blend. So, Mr. Donovan, your advice sounds pretty simple if we could just hold to it. Now, I start our summers out acting like Nellie, having really good intentions. <laughs> we're going to do math. We're going to read. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. <laughs> then I get weak what? after a short amount of time. <laughs> And it's normal. You know what? I'm going to give you another piece of advice. Relax. Here's what happens. You have the best of intentions. And what happens is that's what's in your head. You're now asking other people to go along with what you believe in. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It gets hard because they have their own ideas of what they view as fun. Mm -hmm. So, again, that's where it comes in where you learn to compromise, the art of compromise and not selling your soul. But, hey. I'm going to give a little, I'm going to meet you, you're going to meet me. I know these are things that you like to do. And I thought, hey, we'll do three days of this. You still get to set the limit, but they get to do what they want to do. And you get what you want. And everyone fees at the table. Okay. (laughs) If only we could pull that off. No, I I have to ask you, are there any funny stories of parents that you've worked with? (laughs) Neurotic parents like me and Martha? (laughs) You know, what I find more than anything working with the parents is that we all have these ideas of what we want our kids to be and how they're going to do. Or, you know, I get parents that come to me, you're going to make my son a football star. No. (laughs) Your child. And I've written articles, and you can see some of those in the archives of Mr. Donovan, some of the newsletters that I've put out. And one specific that was called We Are Who We Are. And then the second one was We Will Be Who We Will Be. You have to understand they're not a direct carbon clone of you. So your interest may not fall into them. You may have been a star at Tulane or wherever you went to school, but your kid wants to write or paint. Mm -hmm. So we spend our time telling our kids, hey, you can do whatever you want to do, just not that. (laughs) It's like, well, wait, so you're going to pump me up and give me confidence, but I can't do it because you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good point. Right. I like what you're saying there because so many parents, again, tying back with what you're saying about football, especially in Texas, we want our kids to play football. Ooh. And mine did not have that inclination at all. And I went through a brief period of time where I was panicking because we weren't going to be the cool people. We weren't going to be the football family. And then I thought about it for a minute. And I was I, like, why am I really getting upset about this? And it all came back to me having the cool friends, the football families, and yeah. I changed my mindset and realized it's really what is going to make him happy and what his true interests are. 
Yeah, because no one likes getting hit. You want to do it? You you put on the pads. You go get your head rattled a couple of times. You tell me how quickly you want to get up and do it. You know, everyone has varied interests, and that's what's beautiful about working with people in general, children especially. You see where their interests lie, and you can encourage them to try it, but don't force. No one wants to be forced. Sure. I have one thing I tell some of my parents. In fact, I tell all my parents to go. If we treated our employees that we worked with, our fellow employees that we work with, the way we treat our kids, just saying, that'd be an HR nightmare. Yeah, it Good would point. be. Good point. It would be. I mean, yeah. you know, you could do a little bit better on that report next month, right? You just tried a little harder. You know, that report should have been done. You didn't apply yourself. <laughs> Yeah, no. That's a really good analogy. <laughs> it is a good analogy. Listen, you know, I'm, I need to really talk to you about how you, you know, approach those meetings. You know, <laughs> that that email should have been done a certain way. And uh, if, if you came in like this, you didn't cover this topic, you didn't cover that. And I saw that you let one person go to the restroom. You, know, you can't do that. You, know, you weren't focused on the goal. Dude, we're selling plants. <laughs> you know what's interesting too is that. You can push your kids for football or whatever, but I have a a nephew who was a college athlete and has done very well. And his mom, my sister, always said he didn't play basketball till 12. Uh Okay. And she said, all these people who push and push and push, they get burnt out. You know, a lot of them really get burnt out. They don't want to do it anymore. We have some horrible stories about that. But for pop culture, for everyone can understand, I mean, Tiger Woods, Danny Bonaducci, Brooke Shields, Andre Agassi. I like Danny uh, Bonaduce being thrown in there. That's hilarious. Yeah, because you, you, uh, star athlete. Yeah, well, it, it, it goes deeper than that. It's also about how parents push. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can push, but it comes at a cost. Are you willing to pay for it? No, you're so right. Because as an actor, like uh, I work with a lot of kids, and you're working with the parents basically. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I really, it's hard for me to watch sometimes because I see the little kids. Like, they need so much attention. Like, aren't I so cute and funny? And I'm like, oh, my God. They're just – they push these kids too early. And the worst of it all, Michael Jackson. So there you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Push. Speaking of pushing, I remember when we first moved to the Park Cities, we were walking by a park, and there was a t-ball game going on. Little little (laughs) tiny kids. And we heard this dad scream from the sidelines, get your head in the game. And we just thought – What does that mean? Exactly. Like, tell us some examples of parents coaching from the sidelines. Yes. All right. Do not know my geolocation right now, but uh, <laughs> no, it's hard. And you know, the emotions, when intelligence is high, emotions are low. When emotions are high, intelligence is low. So you'll have parents coaching from the sideline. And this is uh, over 20 years ago, so I can say it. Kid's name was Andrea. She was one of my gymnasts. And she was a wonderful gymnast, but she was stiff. She could do vault, bars, wonderful. Floor routine, floor exercise was great. She didn't do all the gym acro series on beam, but she did okay. But her all around was always high. And one time she fell off balance beam. And I'm very easy. You've seen me coach. And I'm, I've always been this way. And she gets on the beam and looks back. And she just has this look of fear. And I happen to look up and catch it, catch the whip, as we call it. Mm-hmm. And I see the dad. He's just fuming. So, you know. I said something to him. I go, hey, man, you need to relax. This is your child. Well, she can do better. I go, you're going to lose your daughter. Years passed. She's now married, lives in Austin. She mm-hmm. contacted me through social media, which is a positive thing now for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she thanked me for being uh, positive. And she says, you know, relationship with her father is strained. Mm, yeah. So we can overdo it. We have to realize these are our children. 
These are not our projects. These are not our toys. These are not something that we complete and we get a trophy for. These are little humans. And uh, it goes on because you can still see the remnants of neurotic parents when people tell me, Mr. Donovan, we're going to the in-laws for Thanksgiving. You don't want to go. I can see it right now. You don't want to go. Yeah. I get it. Well, this has been so informative because very I feel insightful. like, yeah, very insightful. I feel like you kind of cover everything. And yes. I mean, so many pearls of wisdom. And I can Focus see on the family. a great coach for just any kid, mm-hmm. really. You know, the confidence building is so important. Huge. Absolutely. We're not always going to be here. They have to be able to survive. Yeah, they do. And thrive. So, Mr. Donovan, before we go, what is mm-hmm. that one final thing that you would like to tell parents? Relax. They're going to be fine. Relax. Relax. Just relax. <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's a village. Step outside the box. Take a deep breath. Would you want this for yourself? You want the best. Relax. Okay. Words to live by. <laughs> relax. <laughs> Sounds perfect. So thank you so much for being on the show. That's Yay. been our show. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And, and you've I'm Mr. Been, Donovan. And that's Mr. Donovan. <laughs> and you've been in the Bubble Lounge. <laughs> <laughs>